On today's episode of Open Box Policy, Jamie tells us a story about her being in a compromising situation. <laughs> we end up doing exactly what we mentioned in our last intro. We turned the podcast towards women's issues, or, or not necessarily towards women's issues. Devin and I just asked Jamie questions, things that perplex men that we want a woman's perspective on. Or things that just perplex us. And they don't like, like the answer. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well things get, yeah, they get a little heated. <laughs> they get a little heated. And hey, guys. Then, hey, guys. Love you. Then Devin poses a question to her, uh, and we start talking about gender roles, and we talk about how gender roles play out in 2018. So we we really want you all to listen it's really great we really enjoyed today's podcast this was a fun episode we want to know your questions that are directed towards jamie and women specifically because we like doing women episodes i guess you would call them because they hit like us, women right because we like yes women. hit us up on twitter instagram and facebook at obp underscore raw and if you want to continue the conversation, shoot us an email, obp at gmail.com. That sounds wrong. It's obppodcast God at gmail.com. You're Pod. fired. God damn it! <laughs>just a bleep on the rest of my week i had a very good week besides that please I mean, it's fine just we're not recording right now i don't believe your face at all you <laughs> yeah, have the please worst. i don't have a guilty face please repeat yourself please fuck do it do it for the podcast no dead air this is bad a lady caught me defecating in the woods <laughs> yesterday with my children <laughs> around as i'm yelling don't look at me <laughs> were you yelling don't look at me to the children no yeah to my children <laughs> to yeah. l to l and my husband i was yelling don't look at me and then as i'm in a bright red swimsuit and like right along the path because there was nowhere to get off the path so yeah we went on a hike to a waterfall well hold on did yeah. you just pull your swimsuit to the side or did yeah. you just what? So you didn't like take it off? You just pulled it to the side? I pulled everything to the side. I didn't shit on myself. Women not... are very versatile. Yeah. I know. Creatures. I get it. Yeah. So, but hold on. I'm it was trying basically to basically in to my thigh. Figure out the physics. So you didn't like take your swimsuit no. off. You just pulled it all off to the side. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we went to a waterfall with my kids. We've been doing this adventure Sundays thing. Yeah. And we went to a waterfall last week. And, and by Adventure Sunday, she means the day that we don't invite Adam over anymore. Adam is very <laughs> sad about it. <laughs> yeah. I sat he's here very, all fucking weekend he's waiting very, for Glenn to text me. He's and he never very texted. sad he that my, that my husband has decided to take his Sundays with his wife and children on adventures and not invite Adam. Yeah. Anyway, we I, I went to... I gotta go find a new friend. Any, this is your story. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, we went to a, a waterfall, the Stillhouse Waterfall. It's like an hour and a half away in uh, Mount Pleasant. Yeah. So we walked Whoa, the path. Mount Pleasant for real? Yeah. I was, uh, my hometown was like 10 minutes from there. What? what? Hampshire. Oh. Wait, Stillhouse? That is in Mount Pleasant, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You go through Columbia and then. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we took the path with a six-year-old and uh, a two-year-old. And we walked it. And you know what? It was mainly downhill. I had to pick up Porter a lot. We got to the waterfall. We, you know, played in it. The kids had a great time. I decided to eat the sandwich that I made. Clearly, it was a bad choice. There was something on the sandwich. It was bad. Oh, wait. This wasn't like a normal shit? 
It was, it was like, not. Oh. It was a pan. It was a panicked. It was it was bad. It was like I'm about to go. Yeah. So we start. So I'm sitting there and we're Eject. getting we're packing up after the waterfall. <sighs> this just got real. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm packing up after the waterfall and I'm and I go. Oh my god, go in my stomach. And he's like, what? And I was like, I don't know something happening. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. But it's like a 30 minute walk back to the car and it's up hike hill like up hill hiking and it's a small path like if you cross somebody you have to step aside it's there's nothing off the sides except for a cliff and like a hill that goes up and you're yeah. like move bitch so the one spot we pass and it's um it's it's a bridge it goes through the creek and we walk past it and i'm with the kids and i go oh my god glenn and i like sit down on the path and like there are people passing us every minute like it's a it's a it's a heavily traveled path everybody is going there we were leaving at like one o'clock people were coming at one o'clock and so we got up the hill and I go, Glenn, Glenn. And he was like, what? I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You can't and hold it. Something was in my sandwich. You know, after you have kids, man, it, it like fucks yeah, you. It but then you also, we still had what like. What fuck? What'd you say? He said something about a gaping hole. I, I don't. Your she asshole. didn't have the baby out of her butt. I did not. I know. I know how, Is that a question we need to ask later, <laughs> later about women? How does pregnancy work? Anyway, I have a really bad stomach anyway. Really bad. We were like 25 minutes in the car and Glenn's like, can you make it to the car? And I was like, no. And even make it to the car, it's like a 10 minute drive to anything where I could go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I'm standing there and Elle's looking at me and Porter's looking at me and Glenn's looking at me. I was like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And he's like, so what? I was like, I got to go. And I threw my life. backpack down and I opened my backpack because I had baby wipes in it. And uh. I was like, I got to go. And Glenn's like, I was like, where are the baby wipes? And Glenn's like, I don't know. And there was like this panic on this small little path. And I was like, Ugh. give it to me. Give me the baby wipes. This is awful. Hurry up and finish. So literally I walked like five <laughs> feet up a hill. I went through like cobwebs, just pure. Yeah. My body was just like So you got like, a little bit happen. off the path. Um, I got about five feet. feet off the path. Five you, feet? That you was... would have been able, because there was a hill straight up like cliff. You would have been able to see me from Malloway and I'm wearing a bright red swimsuit. Yeah, I she was. I saw the picture. Yeah. So I get off feet. and I just... I squat down and I look at Glenn and Ellen Porter and Glenn's looking at me and Elle's looking at me and Porter's looking at me. I was like, look away. And I'm screaming at them. Look the fuck away. And Elle's and so Glenn looks away and Elle's just looking at me smiling. And I was like, fuck. So I, it happened. And then soft serve. It was, it was, it <laughs> yep. was, um, what's the guy from, uh, Andy from Parks and Rec? It was hot snakes. Oh, oh yeah. hot snakes and bubble gum. It was Gross. bad. It was, uh, yeah, it was awful. Uh. Anyway, as I'm getting ready to tidy up. And finish it up. Glenn's loudly talking about, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened. You just shit in the woods. And this girl comes walking by and I'm, I'm like, oh my God. And I look at her and I just don't, I just look away. Like I didn't have anything to say. Like she knew what I was doing. Yeah. She about, so keep walking, bitch. I clean myself yeah. up and I told Glenn, I was you like, I had to do that. This. I had to do it. But yeah, you had to do what you but had to yes, do. But anyway, so after it happened... Glenn was like, you should, you should mention this on the podcast. And I was like, I don't think I should. Yeah. And so this morning, I said, I mentioned how I was coming to the podcast. And Elle looks at me. She goes, remember what you did. <laughs> Elle, yeah. Elle, Elle looks child. at me. She goes, remember what you did. And she just looks at me dead I in the eye. Her remember I what you did. Her. And I was like, yeah. <sighs> so before I left, I was like, I'm going to go do the podcast. And she was like, are you going to talk about it? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Remember. I'm glad you did. I hung out with my niece and nephew this weekend. Had a really good time. And at one point, I, I, I'm real, super irreverent with my niece and nephew, and they love it. They, they're they just like, they know that Uncle Adam is just going to say all types, types of just totally irreverent, ridiculous stuff. Like, I, I set a beer down this weekend, and I walked back into the garage and, and couldn't find it. 
and I just snapped right at my nephew, and I was like, "You drank it, didn't you?" And and he he you know he was like, <laughs> "No, I'm getting sauced." Yeah, and I was like. Well, then where is it? I was like, and I looked at his dad. I was like, hey, like, you know, hey, dad, your son drank my beer. And he was like, no, I didn't. And like, you know, like, I just kept messing with him. So we went, we go inside at one point and we're, we're having dinner. And I said something that was kind of harsh. And he starts laughing. And my sister was like, God, you are so rude. Like, you're in a joking way, like yeah. smiling at me. She was like, you really are rude. And I snapped around to my nephew and I was like, come on, man. Like, do you really, am I rude? And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's funny, and I yeah. like and I like it. And he was like, "But yeah, you're rude." <laughs> and he was like, "But but it's the kind of rude that I think is really funny." And I think that people, when they listen to you, they know they're like, "Oh, he's just joking." Like he explained it all to me. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you're rude. Up. It was funny. I, I I love kids. They they are they they're like they just they don't really beat around the bush yeah. a whole lot. Glenn they was just. just- Glenn was playing a video game and he heard Elle say, remember what you did? And Glenn goes, did you just say, remember what you did? And I was like, she did just say that. Like, dead stare. I was <laughs> well, like, oh my God. Unlike you guys, I didn't spend my weekend with children. You don't have any nieces or nephews, do you? I do, yeah. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I don't see them a lot, but How old? Ooh. I want to say the oldest is like 10. Oh, huh. okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have like, I have four brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, oldest is like- Wow, you're a good you're friend. You're probably your age, Adam. <sighs> I'm looking at Adam. I, I realize yeah. people can't see what they're hearing. On the last so. podcast, Jamie was like telling a story. She was like, yeah, and then I turned, you know, right over here. I turned right over here and did this. And, yeah. and I, I was sitting you there know, thinking the this. whole time, I'm like, no one has a fucking clue what you're talking <laughs> about. Oh, they all knew. <laughs> yeah. You know, that little place on Oakley Boulevard, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no one has a damn clue. Yeah, no Going back knows. to your story, Jamie, um, yeah. just to give you a little comfort, uh, people regularly shit in the woods in Mount Pleasant, so... Yay! You're you're not left out. I mean, I don't think I've ever shit. In, it was it was an absolute emergency. You don't think you you never shit in the woods? No, I mean I didn't grow up camping. I didn't grow up if we went hiking. It was a place that had bathrooms. Like I didn't grow up doing anything that would require me to shit in the woods. You didn't grow up shitting in the woods. Yeah, and I'm not. I mean, I hated it. It was awful. Yeah. I mean, it would have been the worst thing in my life to grow up someplace where I've shit before in the woods. Yeah, we, well, did, least, we did outdoor yeah. stuff, but it wasn't, we was in Indiana. Did like, you lean against a tree or did you just free squat? No, I free squatted. Really? I was going to sit a on a, I was yeah, going to. you did it the hard way, dude. Yeah. yeah, I was, well, there was nowhere to lean. I was going to sit on a fallen log, like a toilet, but then I realized I'd have to do like a weird. You got to hang off of it. Yeah. Well. But it would have been a weird hangoff, and then my back would have been to my kids, and they probably would have been staring at me. So I just went and then watched them to make sure. And then Elle was like hardcore eye contact, just watching me and laughing. Well, but you did it the right way. You always point your eyes at the potential exactly. like Right. You never point your rear end. Exactly. Yeah. So I got it done. You want your real eyes, not your brown eye. Yeah. I'm not proud, but <laughs> yeah. I've birthed two children, nice. so you're so you know. clever. <laughs> so so clever, Devin. Just little quips that I throw in there. Yeah. So on this episode, we decided, we talked to Jamie, I think last episode we had mentioned that we were going to have an episode that was going to be all about women's issues. And we're going to do that. We're probably going to end up doing that at some point. But Jamie said that we should potentially just maybe just ask her some random questions, some questions that we think men maybe don't understand about women or, or something that men have have constantly or or are constantly confused about that maybe confuses them about women and jamie is going to 
answer some of those questions. We have no idea, you know, if this is going to be any good. We might have to like scrap this entire thing. And there's no stupid questions. There I'm are. Open that's to- the that is the dumbest fucking statement on the planet. I'm done. Cut it. I'm <laughs> out of here. You, you the done? girl's gone. Good. Uh, I'll find a real woman to come in here. Uh, one that'll <gasps> wow. sit there and not talk. Uh, that's what what you want for a podcast a woman who will sit there and not talk real smart adam oh man it's so weird that i'm single i can't figure i can't figure out either no shocking but kids love me maybe maybe i could we should be asexual and spit out some kids you want to talk about pedophiles before we start? I want to talk about james gunn and the guardians of the galaxy oh that's what you meant by pedophile pedophile. that's already passed huh that's already passed bro yeah but it's still kind of going on old news yeah yeah you know what's not old news the The women's issues the institutional pedophilia in hollywood yeah it's it's really old news (laughs) um i i as soon as you said maybe you all can ask me questions and i can answer some questions i had one that came up to me instantaneously and it's not something stupid like you know how does it feel to wear a bra every day you know like that that kind of weird how how does it feel to wipe after you take a piss you know what i mean like that kind of stuff like none of that shit matters to me i want to know something it's an age-old question and it it has separated men and women for as long as i'm sure we've existed men will be in an argument with their significant other their their women they will be going back and forth with each other and men talk talk to, to each other about this all the time a man, and I'm going to put this in layman's terms, but a man will basically look at a woman and he will say, this is the reason why I am upset. Those reasons are X, Y, and Z. And instantly, something will happen. And she will become very upset or very guarded and become really angry. And she will repeat back to you, a 180 degree statement you said z y x and you just look at them and you're like no that's not i said this is the why i'm mad i'm mad because x y z and they'll just keep looking at you going no you said the absolute opposite of what you what you actually said and like men will come to work glenn has come to work my buddy has come to work i have come to work and told my friend i'm like i feel like i'm in the fucking twilight zone and it actually happened to me during therapy one day. I was in therapy. Hey, with, give me an example. I was in therapy with my ex. It's, I mean, it's the easiest thing to, to, to say is, I mean, it's it's hard to give you specific examples because it, a lot of times those things are not, they're not fleeting, but they just kind of happen so fast and passionate in the moment. But basically it would be like me saying, it, the way that you communicate with me when I come home or the way that you act when I come home it really upsets me sometimes and I just wish that when I got off of work and I came home that you could be a little bit more cognizant of the fact that I have like a really tough job and wailing would ensue and she would turn around and look at me and say or in a I'm just this is a random scenario yeah I love you and i can't believe that like you you have such low feelings of me that you can't stand the way that i talk to you or can't stand the way that like i 
like approach you when you come from home from work like I am just broken that you are so upset with me and you're just like and of course in from my perspective I'm like what the fuck well, so I want to know how I can say something and it happens all the time with women and men yeah how I can say something to a woman and say I'm telling you here's a roadmap to me x y and z this is why I'm upset and so, she can flip it all around and say oh you said y z x or 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 or, or you know ZXY. I think with I think with men, you know, in a situation like that, you come home and you say that. There's a very very linear message. I don't like how you treat me when I come home. So that sentence right there is all about you and putting your blame on her. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm not doing this argument. What I'm saying is from a woman's perspective. No part of you has come home and gone well, what have I done? Have have I reciprocated those feelings? Did I come in and just go, hey? And women are a little more emotional than men. A Some little? men. Some men. Yeah, a little. Yeah. Some men. And to come home and say that, that just sets off a world of emotions of, well, what about my day? What have what have I done to you? What about, I mean, I've been working and, all day. I've been doing things. And this is why things. I didn't want to make it situational because yeah. you're making it situational well no I'm, I'm talking about how feelings with how men take it and women and this is why your stance is i came back and all i said was i don't like how you're treating me when i've been home all day at work because i was basically asked by a therapist to say this is what yeah. i don't like yeah and that's fine but what i'm i'm giving you the female perspective um it can be anything but we always there's always more emotion in what we're hearing. So you may come home and say, I don't want to talk. I've been talking all day. Or my back hurts when doing that. But what we hear is like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Exactly. And I'm not saying, but you have to also hear that and respect what we're feeling, whether it's normal, crazy or not, and go, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way because it makes her kind of feel like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, you roll your eyes, but the, the I, fact is, is that women are more emotional and you, you just have to deal with that. That's how we are. We deal with you guys fucking barely emotional sometimes or being a little too blunt or not taking our emotions in consideration. We are a little more emotional that in turn makes you guys go, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's it's a constant battle that's always going to be that way. Yes. I know. And, and, and I mean, that's why this is a, and this is why it's a question that I've, I mean, I, I've sat down with someone who's not in an emotional state, and I've asked them this question, and they're just like, but that's not what you said. That's not what you said. And I'm like, it absolutely is what I said. So one day, I can't remember exactly what it was, and I can't remember exactly what I said. But in therapy, I, uh, I'll i give you the punchline after the fact. Anyway, I said, and I'm like I said, I am breaking this down into unbelievably simple terms. Yeah. But I looked at, at my x and i said x y and z and she started to weep and wail and was i mean you would have sworn to god that i had like slapped her well there's probably something in what you said that hit home 
So listen to me for a second. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, but you fucking know. You're just like, oh, it's your feeling. You, feel, you don't feels. know men's You feelings, asked me Jamie. a goddamn question. And you answered it. And now I'm, I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Holy li- shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, here, here we go. Fucking hell. Now I'm going to expound on this. Jesus and I want you to, fucking Christ. Thank you. This could, is a could terrible we do, You're welcome. I can say more? it more. Could I we can. See, yeah, please. Keep going by your therapy session. Yeah. So I said it to her. I said you know, X, Y, and Z. And she started freaking out, got super upset. And I looked at the therapist and was like, I, I, I don't understand. I, and I looked at the therapist and said, did I say X, Y, Z? Please tell me that I said X, Y, Z. The therapist said, you said X, Y, and Z. I said, thank you. Cause I'm starting, we're getting into that point where I'm going to start freaking out and think that my reality is warped. Cause she is going to repeat to me and she turned around and was like no you didn't like you said z y x and was freaking out and i looked at the therapist for validation and i I said please i need to know right now because i'll flip my reality did i say that and the therapist just shook her head with like these heavy eyes and was like no you did not say that and i understand I understand you and I understand why maybe you have some frustrations at home now. And I was like, thank you. Jamie's raising her hand. (laughs) Jamie is raising her hand. All right, Jamie, what is it? In a situation like that, where you're seeing a therapist and you're having a third party, then yeah, your, your ex may be the one who's having a bit of an issue. You know what I mean? Like there. There's always going to be a situation between men and women and who's taking it wrong and who's hearing it wrong and who's over emotional. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where there's a third party and they That'll are saying- That'll exist forever. Yeah. But I mean- That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. And we all know this. There, How many times in, in your relationships, not just with, with your husband, but how many times have there been a- have you- said something to somebody or maybe you've responded to something that somebody has said and you see that person just being like yeah. what like yeah. that is not what i said it happened to me 2 weeks ago i i got i got so upset that i went into that like turned off like i've told you all about on the podcast before where it's like i'm empathetic to a point and then it just goes like shut off to- totally shut off and I was I just acquiescence, like whatever you say, uh-huh, perfect. I am wrong. I'm a bastard. I'm a piece of shit. Yep, you are right. I am an awful bastard. How fucking dare I say anything to you? Yeah. Because I had said something to somebody and they just turned around to me and, and they, they started freaking out. And I was like, that is not what I said. I said ABC. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was kind of nuts. And I mean, I it's not that I haven't dealt with that. I know that. I think... Part of my problem is that I've gotten so worn out by that that I'm like almost incapable well, of I dealing think, with it. I think that you, you, anytime you have situations like that, relationships like that, you learn from it and you, you should grow from it. Not, I'm, I'm talking about. You get scarred sometimes too. Well, yes, that's yeah. fine. But you, your ex probably should have learned something from that and grown from that where you also learned something from that and probably realized what you did and did not want. If you've had normal relationships in your life, normal relationships. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing air quotes because yeah. apparently I talk about things and don't do direction. Air quotes. Massive normal. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing the air quotes because I don't have normal no, no, relationships. I was, no, I was talking about in general, normal relationships. You oh, know? By the way, a total side note, I'm going to end it really quickly. Uh, one of my friends, 
who listens to the podcast Uh-oh. said this about me. Oh. One day when you start valuing virtue over a vagina, you will finally meet the woman of your dreams. And Oh, on that note. What, say hey, what? On that note, Devin, do you have your um, fortune cookie that we were reading outside? Because that kind of was along oh, the same lines. It, it hurt my feelings. I, I, I can't it remember was what good. it said. I, oh, uh, I can't remember. It what was said. so good. <laughs> I it responded. was just like this. Really? Somebody, I bet he literally read a fortune cookie and then told you because Devin's was pretty, yeah. pretty. Was oh, it wasn't a he. This some, was a she. Oh, it was she. people find your persuasive manner irresistible. Or and some he kept shit it like from two thousand and what nine? <laughs> something like that. It was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's what happens when you when you're late and then we stay stay out on yeah. the driveway. Can I ask my fucking talk. question now? Yeah. Well, yes. Yay! Oh, it's been like ten minutes on your question. Anyway. Oh my god. Um. Being a so woman, how does it Jamie, feel to have like a penis inside you? Oh my god, so <laughs> immature! <laughs> you said you literally said that. You said that off. That podcast. was off podcast. I'm serious on podcast. By the way, uh, as a as a disclaimer to all of our listeners, anything that happens off podcast is not reality. Everything <laughs> on podcast is reality. Truth, correct. Back to our regularly uh, scheduled program. Being a female, do you believe? that there are certain gender roles that are more suitable towards men than there are women. <sighs> Shit. Question B. That was A part. This is B part. Okay. I, I guess, do you believe in certain gender roles? Here's the thing. I was raised in a household, wonderful marriage, wonderful parents are still married. Um, and I was raised with my father doing some things. Both of them working. They both worked. My mother doing some things. And when I got married, I think that I expected my husband to do what my father did, like to a T, and then found out very quickly that that's not really the norm. You know, like um, little fixes around the house or like lands. My father is a massive landscaper and massive like fixer upper. The second something breaks on top of it, does it. Right. Landscaping all the time. My mom... She worked, but she did the cooking. I mean, mm-hmm. massive meals from scratch every night, which I can't do. And I am a stay-at-home mom, but work from home. So growing up, I feel like I had a good grasp on gender roles. And now that I'm married and have two kids and like, you know, it's different in now than it was in the 90s. And... I don't know. I don't. I feel like there's very little restriction on gender roles now. I feel like depending on where you are, I, if, if you are living in, I feel like in this. I'm from the north. I feel like living in the south, there's much more lined up gender roles of what men and when men and women are expected to do. Yeah. In the north, it's it's less like that. I, I can see that. I think that it's less. I had this in my last relationship as well. It's l- less about gender roles and more about just w- what role you fit into currently. I was the breadwinner by far. I was the one that that went into a nine to five, and I was the one that supported us financially uh, while she was in school. And this came out in therapy. This came out numerous times during our relationship where she – would feel like I held money over her head and, and, and would feel like I talked about those things a lot. And I said, well, that's the, 
that's where I'm at. I'm not trying to hold them over your head, but there are some times when I, being that person and having that role, and I have to embody that person, and I have to talk about money, and I have to talk about the way that it affects us, and I have to say, maybe that's not a good idea for us to spend that money, and I think we should whatever. Okay. And I said, unfortunately, your role right now <clears throat> is very traditional. Like you are at home cooking dinners and you're doing those types of things. And I have my role. I have embraced my role. And it's kind of like you need to embrace your role. Doing so, listen to me. Listen to me. I wasn't a terrible scout. I'm not saying that I was like, you need to embrace your role. I was just saying we like we need to embrace where we're at currently because very soon you are going to graduate. But she was in school, right? Exactly. And I said very soon. And she had a job. I mean, her job was school, but she spent lots and lots of time at home. I was not at home. And I basically said it's going to flip one day. You are going to be the one with the job. Maybe I'll have a little part-time job or I'll have a little something that I do. You going to go back to school? Just listen to me. And then I'll (laughs) be at home or maybe I'll go back to school. Maybe I'll do something else. But you're going to end up being the breadwinner. And then I will have time to rest my hands and rest myself and not have to be the breadwinner all the time. And I will be the one fixing the dinners and cleaning the home and doing those things and taking the dog on walks when you are at work or when you're doing those things the roles are going to shift and i understand where your frustrations lie because you're you're a you're a hardcore feminist you do not believe in these social norms you do not believe that a woman stays at home and does these kind of things but right now that's just the role that you have in this relationship and it's going to flip so question. it's going to flip eventually and what she, do you think jamie oh I, no what i was going to ask ask is so she was a full-time student right uh sometimes okay sometimes she was full-time sometimes she was part-time so this is a question and really i mean i i'm really asking you this if you guys if it would have worked out and you guys got married and had kids what would have been her her would she have been a stay-at-home mom, been a, a homemaker, or would she have been an out-of-the-home, I'm contributing to the household um, person? That was a tough question that we were going to have to try and answer together. I don't know. Yeah. We and I had become resigned to the fact that if we got married and if we had children, that at some point she would... I mean, all this education needs to go somewhere. You don't need to just go and have some lame job. She needed to go out and get like some fucking badass teaching job or job doing what she was doing. She was getting her PhD. Just listen to me. Stop giving me the eye. I feel and, like this is all about Adam's relationship problems. Well, you're just turning into like she did all of you're making school sound like a bunch of bullshit and she put a bunch of years into no. it. She better she better go out and get a better job, a no. good job. No, 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 but no. But that's no. what it sounds like. Well, like, that's not what I'm meaning. What I'm saying is is that she had aspirations and she had goals and those goals were lofty. And having a PhD and having all these things was gonna lead down a path that was probably going to be very fruitful monetarily. And it was also going to require a lot of work. So I knew that if we had children, and I kind of expected it. I, I assumed that she was going to be kind of a badass one day. And if she wasn't, that was okay. But I would tell her all the time, the roles are probably going to shift. 
And if we have children or if we have something, I will probably have to shift into a role of being like a house dad. But why? You don't have to do that. There are plenty of uh, families where both parents work. There are. Especially if she has a badass job where she's making tons of money, you could still have a career. I could still have a career, but I would, so I could spend some time with my children and make sure. So you would have to make sure that she had a badass job before you decide to step down and. No, no. If she had like a pretty decent job and I had a pretty decent job, what I'm saying is we were adapting. You keep trying to tell me that I'm like. I'm not telling you anything. But you're, you keep making these inferences off of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that I was trying to help her understand that we were going to adapt no matter what happened. I don't necessarily believe in roles. I do not believe in the traditional female role. My mother was the breadwinner in my family when I grew up. My dad was home way more than she was. I absolutely, and my dad made the dinners. He was that guy. I wholeheartedly believe, I mean, that's, that's my, uh, that's, that's my beacon. I wholeheartedly believe that, that, that those roles are fluid that like gender roles don't really exist. But what's so fucked up is that she was so hypersensitive about it. She believed it, in gender roles then. Like n- she had an idea of what gender roles were and if they were labeled more of a of a woman's role, then she didn't want anything to do with it. Basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah, basically like this is like what females are supposed to do this is like a, what the traditional southern woman would do and so i'm I, not gonna do it and i want to like run away from it as, as hard as i can yeah refused to be adaptive or to adapt adapt to you no adapt to the roles that we had well, not adapting to me well you you've decided what the roles are and you're asking to her adapt you're not saying that you're adapting to her you're asking to her adapt to you your ideas and I your had, gender roles. I Did had you already ever... adapted to her. Haven't we already established this? Not really. She couldn't live on her own. She she didn't have enough money to have her own she place. She could have. I, she chose to be with you. There's never a situation. You can sit there and say that well, she... I'm not, not, I, that's stupid. I, I should have said she couldn't live on her own. What I'm saying is... is that, for, um, Forgive me. Go ahead. But I that was stupid. I shouldn't have said that. But we, we adapted... And then she started to revolt against it, that adaptation. She was getting mad because she was kind of stuck in a role. And I was like, well, but I'm in a role and you're in a role and whatever. I don't I don't like going to work every day. I fucking hate it. I would much rather be at home like doing like like making dinners and like doing all this other shit. I would much rather be doing that. I don't want to do this like but this is I need to do this to help you finish school. I'm doing these things to make sure that you can focus on your education, to make sure that you do not have to stress about money, to make sure that you have a nice house to live in, to make sure that your car is fixed, to make sure that you can go on trips and you can do all these but things. To, That's the reason why I'm doing what I do. But to be fair, you still made her feel bad for being in school. <clears throat> You how, said that earlier. How the hell did I make her feel bad for being in school? <laughs> you said it's that so, it's so awesome said, for me. Hold no. on. It's hold on. It's so awesome for me because I'm like an eagle flying above just watching this whole conversation you, go you, down. You made a comment earlier about how I'm the breadwinner, so you can is go off this, and go hold on. This is nuts how it's it's all starting to to, oh, yeah. to break down. Yeah. And then here I we just go. Asked it. And now it's it's you saying, I'm not wrong. Look at the crazy female who's... D- my no. point. Yes. You just pointed at me. You just pointed at me. So and look, you just look, said... Uh, you just said, look how it's getting ready to break down with your finger pointed no, at me. No, I was like, look how this is starting to break down. And my you point all of a sudden is, said something about, look, look at the crazy female. No, look my at the crazy point is, female. is that you said earlier that... 
she, you and work you work so that she can go to school and then you said that she doesn't go to school all the time so she just sits around here and doesn't clean the house and doesn't make you dinner and blah 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 and that's what your complaint was but like why does she have to do that she is in school you're working fine but there's that that's a that's a gender role thing like she didn't be proud have, that she's in school maybe I she was. doesn't fucking want to make dinner i for you. i and and i told her over and over again this is the see you've you have inferred or made your own assumptions even oh, though Jesus even though i never said that did i ever say that i was say pissed what? that she didn't make dinners you or said the, the gender role was that she <laughs> went I, to did rewind I ever say it. That? you said that she went to school and you didn't understand why she, you would come home and there wasn't dinner made and she didn't like to do that blah 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 rewind it that's what you said at the very beginning okay so what adam was meaning Oh my fucking god! <laughs> listen to, just listen to me for a second. So here's Should the I deal. Should I call another female here so then she can say we, what Jamie meant? Yeah, so we can have two crazy people in the room. Uh, that'd be fantastic. Oh, so I will fucking murder you. No, none of that stuff mattered to me. I told her all the time I don't need dinners and whatnot. But what I—it's that you get so pissed off and so mad that we actually kind of have roles. And how would you feel if like you worked your ass off all day and you came home? And the fucking house was trashed. I would fucking love to work all day. Yeah. But how well, How would you feel if, Glenn if was you at came home. home and the house was trashed and Glenn had been there over half the day or the majority of the day? Are you kidding me? If I give Glenn the house for two hours, it's fucking trashed. And well, I come no, home just, and I clean just, it up. Just We're answer not- the question. How would you feel if you went and you busted your ass for eight or nine hours a day and you were the breadwinner and when you came home, the house was trashed? Yeah. I want to be happy. Day in and day out. But what made it trash? You didn't have kids? How was it trashed? She, just a messy person. Super messy. Shit strewn everywhere, never mopped, never vacuumed, never did anything. Would do the dishes and, and would make dinners and stuff like that, but never did anything else. And there were some times when I would just say, like, I just, if you just reverse it, that's all you have to do. If you can reverse the perspective and suddenly thrust yourself into someone else's shoes and look at it, you're like, oh, I, I can see how that might be annoying. I can see that. I am not saying that I expect perfection. I am not saying that I expected all of these things. What I expected, though, was that maybe we would be putting out some equal effort. And I was freely open to those changing and adapting. And me... Like constantly making sure that the dinners were made three or four nights a week or whatever. I would have loved to embrace that. The problem is, is that even the therapist was talking to us about this and was like, sweetie, we just have, we just got roles. Can I ask you a reverse? We just got roles uh, we have to fit in. And she was just like, no. Can I ask you a reverse question? And it honestly is a question. Of course. Are you asking me as well or just Adam? Anybody who wants to answer. Okay. I feel Devin. Like this is a trap question. Devin. No, no, I swear to God, it's not. Does this not. dress make me look fat? No. <laughs> Every day, bitch. It has pockets, though. I love pockets. No, but seriously. Uh, no, your it, head makes yourself look fat. Go ahead. I'm, it's a joke. It, a, ask the question. Eh, ask the question. Yes, please. <laughs> My question was this. So let's let's roll reverse it for a second. This is generally a question. It really is. I'm not. It's not a trap. Let's pretend you are an at-home parent. Work from home. Take care of the kids. Keep it nice. Keep it clean as much as you can with children. You make meals. You bathe kids. Put them to bed. Husband, Which is a full fucking yeah, time job. Yes. Right. Thank you. And husband comes home. House is great. Right. Well, it would be wife come home. 
because we're both straight. <laughs> no, no, but this is my. This is, oh yeah. Just listen to the anyway. fucking question. I'm just if this and question so is directed towards us, let's I just be pretend it. on a I don't know Monday morning. You take your daughter to school, and you say, "Oh, you have to get up with your son, feed him breakfast. Um, we'll be back in a couple hours. Take your daughter to school, come back." And the house, two hours, two hours. Kids only been up for an hour. Come home. House is trashed. Like toys everywhere. You mean like way more trash than when you left? Oh, completely trash. All right. So it wasn't um, trash before. No, no. Completely right. clean. Um, oh, this is absolutely trash. Child, child is eating, child is eating um, chicken biscuits for breakfast. Yeah. And um, for McDonald's running crazy and writing on the walls. And your wife, your wife is playing video games with no recollection of what's happening. And you walk in and you go, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. Would that not be infuriating to you? Yes. That would be very infuriating. That would be infuriating. What is the question? Again, if it would be infuriating. I'm just doing gender (laughs) roles here. Like, that is my job. So... Let's put this into just a tiny bit more perspective because okay. I really, really believe in this. And I had a, I had a very good conversation with a, a friend of mine about this recently. Patterns are something that need to really be paid attention to. One-offs or quote-unquote outliers are something that a lot of times we spend a lot of time worrying about and we get really up in arms about it and we get all torn the fuck to pieces no, about it. this is a it. pattern. So I was going to ask, is this a yes, pattern? A hundred percent. Then it is very much. Absolutely. Even though I love my Wait, friend. This is not. This is not a. This is not a personal thing. Even though I love you, I love you. <laughs> You're my friend. Please invite Glenn, me. Over. I haven't even met you, but I love you. Too. Please invite me over. My liver is lonely. He even, doesn't. He doesn't listen. Yeah. Even though. Very big pattern. I would be very upset about that. Listen, and, and know, that would be something that you know I would I say, we need to sit down. This is a it fucking doesn't, pattern. I, you know, I've done it. it. You know what I do? I walk in. Then to use your logic, you just need to learn how to love that person. <laughs> that's what you fucking shit. told me a little while ago. You know what I did? I walked in. I cleaned up the room. Said hi to the kids. I got my husband a glass of water. Gave him a stern looking. And then said, give him a waffle instead of chicken biscuits. And that was it. There was no argument. He knew I didn't approve. He's done it many a times. But he doesn't change him. So there's nothing I can do. I can sit there and I can scream and yell at him and said, why are you fucking feeding our children Triscuit biscuits? Now or that's, goldfish. Now I have to admit, if that's what you did, that's, what did, that's pretty amazing. I think I told Glenn one night drunkenly. I'm almost positive one night I told Glenn drunkenly. I was like, you understand if you die that I'm going to marry Jamie, right? He was yeah, like, you've told us. I was, I was just thinking earlier. Why didn't I marry Adam? Yeah, like he's yeah, clean. Totally. He <laughs> yeah. So he can tell you to cook dinner <laughs> for yeah. him. Why did I marry Adam? Oh, that's because he hits women. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he expects food to be on the table. When he's <laughs> and if not, he just comes in and ransacks <laughs> the place. He blames it all on me. Yeah, take you to therapy, make make fun of you in therapy. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what it, I think. So it, it doesn't, in my opinion. It doesn't come down to gender roles. It comes mm-hmm. down to responsibility. I think so. Yes, that's what it exactly. Boils down I kind to. of just gender norms. The whole, the whole, like the whole idea behind gender doesn't norms doesn't exist is, anymore. Really, no, it doesn't exist. It's it's a responsibility thing, and Correct. and it's you know we do we have roles. Like I, 
I work and, and I have a role at my job and there are there's a guy that comes in every day and he vacuums under the desks and he like cleans out all the trash and he's he makes sure that everything is all tidy and that is his role. That is what he's there for. And and really, if he was gone for three days, you guys oh, would all notice that. Yeah, you would definitely know the trash would pile up. And your you would notice that. Would you would dirty. go, where is he? Yeah, exactly. And it's, I don't know. I mean, but we would adapt if, it, I don't know. Yeah. And it's not, I do not have these ideas. Uh, and and I, I was getting stressed and mad because I kept feeling like you were trying to push me into that corner. No. You know, I don't have Maybe. these ideas. I, uh, yeah, one, <laughs> one, one million fucking My percent. My eagle eye detected that. Maybe. Yeah. If Adam I got up right that. now, if I got up, there's a basketball-sized sweat mark on the, <laughs> on the back of my shirt. It's my husband all the time. Yeah. I was getting stressed. But seriously, like, I don't... I've strived to not have those ideas. It was much more exactly what you said. It's about responsibility, Devin. That is good, Devin. Look at Devin. Yeah, and that's how I it agree. was in, in my I have, family. I have good ideas sometimes. The everything was just divvied up, and of course, my mom and my dad would get mad at each other about time. And you're not there's not enough time here, and you didn't give me enough time, and maybe we should have spent more time. And you you hear these arguments. It's like time and money. Yeah, that's like the big one. It, yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, and the time that it, it, realistically, I I've I'm really big about time. You can clean your house. In 15 minutes. Yeah. Your house can be spick and span. Friends coming over, and I'm like, oh, man, house looks like shit. 15 minutes later, they come in. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like 30. I don't, I don't ever want you to come to my house because you're going to think it's gross. <laughs> That's how fast Your I house is really clean. It is? Remember when I was peeing last week, and I came before the podcast, and I came in, and I was like, how often do you uh, vacuum? And oh, you yeah. were like... A lot. And I was like, I could tell because I was in the bathroom that basically nobody uses and there wasn't dog hair like at yeah. my house where like, I vacuum like every single Adam's day. Adam's house is clean. It's just cluttered. Cluttered. Yeah. There's um, just the fri- cluttered. The fridge is not cluttered. Yeah. The, no. the fridge is pristine. <laughs> it's it, like you it's, went into an appliance showroom. And I was like, I want that and, and I want to never, <laughs> I want to never Deliver fill it. Deliver it just like that. I want to never fill it with anything. Last forever. Yeah. It'll last forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never, I never tax it. I never use it. Uh, it makes ice and water for me, and it and it. <laughs> That's it, all I need it to survive. Keeps things cold. It holds the rent. Yeah. Normally, when I do put cold beer in the refrigerator, they don't even have to go up a degree or two before I, I, I'll drink. I'll drink every one of them. Yeah. I normally. I'm so weird. I can't keep a lot of food in my house because I'll eat it all. Um, I have a problem. If I am, if I have food around me, this turns into a therapy session. No, that's yeah. how Glenn problem. is. That's how Glenn is. The problem is we have two kids and I try to buy, I do buy healthy, but for snacks for the kids, like three o'clock snack, oh, I have goldfish or yeah. chicken biscuits. Yeah. They're gone in a day because Glenn gets in the middle of the night and just eats a whole thing of chicken biscuits. Yeah, I shame eat every time I'm at their house. They're out they're like <laughs> Glenn's outside and he's I, I look out the window, I'm like he's listening to music and I'll like run inside of the cabin real quick and I'll, I'll I'll like eat like a handful of whatever fucking bag I open up and then I'm like, all right, I'll run back I'll like close it back. I'm like, no one'll notice. You to know. be fair, all of our snack foods either like organic or like veggie straws. Yeah. Whole wheat. It's good stuff. So at least I have another uh, question for you, Jamie. Oh God. It, it's a I ask very intriguing questions. Yeah, because yeah. that last one turned into a fucking yeah, shit right. show. We've been going on for forty five minutes. Yeah. So what what do you in your opinion, or just in let let you speak for all women right now? Oh okay? God, that's not pressure. Um, what oh, is yeah. 
the most defining quality a man can have or what is the most important quality that a man can have um with personality wise integrity Just, yeah for, okay I, i'm gonna say for me <laughs> huge penis no for me lots of money keep going keep going what else <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Try to talk again. Yeah, sorry. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's no fun unless you're talking. Jesus Christ. Sorry. All right, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, see that dead air? Yeah, you dead guys, air's not you good guys on podcast. Did this. You guys did this. We're just going to cut Shit. it out. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're just going to cut it out. <laughs> we're going to cut out your entire audio string. It'll just be and us And you guys talking. just going, oh, big penis. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Answer, please. Um, for me, really, personality-wise, it's um because I... As much as much as attractiveness is awesome, which it is always, I love personality and making somebody laugh because I have dated somebody who I did not at first find attractive and found his personality and his humor so awesome that I kind of went, oh, now I find you attractive. We ultimately broke up, but then I, I, and that's true because you can't, I, up until that, I would always just say it was a physical attraction, and oh, if you can, are kind of cool. But it's so, so important. Though. So getting it really in, getting is. in depth, what about the personality? It was it the fact that he made you laugh, or was it like his timing on the jokes, or it was just that I could sit there and it was funny, but not trying. It wasn't like it wasn't like dating a stand-up comedian. It was just he was generally a funny person, and his personality was somebody everybody wanted to be around, type thing. And not like and again, it wasn't like a oh my god, you know he he wasn't a fabulous person. He didn't have a fabulous job. It just there was something about that was a, he was the first person I dated. Where when I first met him, I went meh looks wise, and then I got to know his personality and his humor and i kind of went oh and then we dated for a bit and that's when i started later in life realizing that like maybe it's not all about like material things and then i dated somebody after him who was just good looking and fucking fucking stupid as shit and i was like okay this is dumb and then yeah it's just yeah later in life i just figured out there has to be a whole package there, not just looks, not just personality. There has to be kind of a mesh of both. You can't just okay, date but a face. Getting, getting more in depth, what about the looks part? That's good. No, yeah, like that's, how how important is that? Not necessarily how important, but what's what I'm trying to get at is what's the you can't just say like looks or personality. Like what's the most important? There? It's I'm just like I'm, I'm talking for in depth, like for you, for me. When you when you look at an attractive man, okay, what so, makes him attractive? So what you're saying to me, if I'm walking down a street, I can look at somebody and say, he's hot. Correct. But if I have a conversation with him and it's dry as fuck, I, that hotness immediately goes downhill. But what about his That's looks? That's why it's a tough question. Is, yeah. Is the attractive part? Is it just like the full package with the full looks? Full package. Or? Yeah, full package. But the second I talk to him, if it goes south, I'm done. Like, I, it's very... And I'm, and it's the exact opposite. I could see somebody and be like, huh. And then meet them, talk to them. The personality's there. And all of a sudden, the attractiveness level skyrockets. My ex it's, would tell me all the time that the favorite thing about me, f- for her, was my full package. Your full package. <laughs> yeah, she loved it. So, secondary question. What's the first thing you notice about a man? Their smile. 
genuine smile, not like a fucking douchey. Hey, yeah. Hey, I one from across the yeah, bar. Cause, cause really? Like, all guys, yeah. all guys are douchey. That's what she's trying to say. Basically. No, what I'm saying is that you got the douchey smiles and you got the genuinely, I'm happy to meet you. So happy like making to talk someone to laugh when like when they smile, when they laugh, that's. Yeah. Not like a, yeah, I hey, people looking laugh. at you from across the bar creepiness. People's you know. laugh. But yeah. I have to, I am physical attraction and just being attracted to someone in general is, is super important. You can, you can kind of gloss over some of the other stuff in my opinion. Yes. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm. Uh, how do you say like uh, vapid or like simple shallow I, shallow yeah. yeah but I you have to have physical attraction I find that there are far more women that I am just ridiculously physically attracted to that there is no way on God's sweet green earth I would ever want to like date them or be around them but there are other women who are I can sit and I can talk to and just be enthralled. Exactly. And just yep. hanging on their word, listening to everything they're saying. And it's it sometimes it could it, it's not that they're saying anything that's necessarily super intelligent or super thought provoking. It's just the way they talk to me, the way that they speak, the way that they carry themselves. And I am just unbelievably attracted to that person because there's they're constantly open and ready for like a joke and ready to be funny and i find the humor in life even though i'm i I find it kind of grumpily and and like in a bah humbug way i I find the humor in life and i i've always begged for like someone that can do that with me like i don't know it's just it's just nice it's nice to see someone and talk to someone who you're physically attracted to but also you can you can have a conversation with so yeah. many times so, i mean the most gorgeous gorgeous women that i would talk to and within an hour or within a first date just like nope can't do yep. it can't I, do it yep, because you're dumb or or you just don't you have nothing you're to not offer fun to talk or you have to. nothing yeah. to offer that i want to reciprocate basically mm-hmm. i had a guy i kind of dated for a while very good looking but he just Everything was just ugh, boring and like there was nothing behind it. And I sadly had to break it off, even though it was a very beautiful man. And I was just like, I don't Was it like Donnie him. Wahlberg? No, it wasn't. But I do <laughs> yeah, love that him. That was it. Yeah. It was not. Yeah, it was not. It's fucking Donnie Wahlberg, the guy I, you made out with at a random concert. Him. Well, he's married now. Fucking, you know. It was like sexual assault. It was, I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, but he grabbed you. Next question, what do you consider sexual assault? Not not Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, next episode, was it rape? (laughs) And (laughs) pedophilia. With with three question marks. And pedophilia. Yeah. We're like first edition. Was it rape slash pedophilia? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say? Uh, like first edition you know yeah how they always phrase questions like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man jamie thanks for uh, a- answering our uh three questions that we that we had but it's because it fucking blew up in my face and she yeah. did exactly what i was talking about she and freaked she out oh that's exactly what we were talking about you did Mer. you did i was like here this is this what is what did you, you expect? Were like this crazy bitch is cornering me that's what, what did said. you expect yeah I expected you to be fucking normal, and you weren't. 
I guess what we all learned today is it's not gender roles, it's responsibility. And just Devin's getting stroganoff. This is Devin. This, this is, is Adam. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs>